स्पाइस रेडियो और रेडियो रिमझिम सुन रहे हैं गप शप का प्रोग्राम है हमारी घड़ी में बाद दोपहर के दो बजकर छह मिनट हुआ चाहते हैं अब से लेके तीन बजे तक आपका और हमारा साथ रहेगा हमारे आज के इस कार्यक्रम में जिसका नाम बड़े प्यार से हमने गप शप रखा है क्योंकि इसमें वो सभी बातें जो आज आपकी नजरों में अटकेंगी खटकेंगी और दिल में समाएंगी उन सबको लेकर हम हाजिर है ये बताती हुई की बाहर का मौसम जरा धुंधला धुंधला सा है दूसरे मानों में ढेर सारी फॉग है और अभी तो शायद कुछ मौसम खिल उठा है लेकिन आने वाले दिनों में चूंकि सर्दियां हैं मौसम कुछ ऐसा ही रहने वाला है अपने आप को अच्छी तरह से बंडल आप करके बाहर निकलें डोंट गेट आउट ऑफ द हाउस विदाउट पुटिंग अ जैकेट ऑन और तीन चार लेयर्स अपनी ज़रूर पहन के बाहर निकलें और कहते हैं आजकल देर इज़ ए लॉट ऑफ वायरस इज गोइंग ऑन विच आर कोल्ड वायरस ओके आर आर वी एन और समथिंग लाइक दैट वायरस दैट इज रेस्पिटरी something yeah and a lot of them are getting kids sick too yeah. as well right yeah very the tons of kids are sick and actually 165 cases in bc children's hospital this oh, morning oh wow so and and um, i was reading somewhere that people living in burnaby were going to burnaby general hospital 6 hours with a kid oh how can you wait for 6 hours with a kid yeah and especially if they're sick then they're antsy and yeah. crying yeah. and so then they had to just leave and go home oh man and it's um so i know that our health system is great you know but i also know that there are huge um issues there are people who work really very hard I and mean, there are some people who don't work hard at all mhm what do you do about that Yeah, I mean yesterday Anita Delacody was saying too that you like even in the system you have to fight for right. you know getting your annual checkups and right. you know doctors will kind of just be like oh like you're okay just go home yeah. and you need to like fight back and be like no no no, no. like I don't I don't feel good or no right. no this hurts or I need to get this checked out more. Or, right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Um I think uh today's um uh, you know chat with uh, Adrian Dix and uh, Bonnie Henry did reveal that they are they want people to stay at home if you're sick mm-hmm. do not go anywhere uh, but it's coming from schools because kids are sick yeah of and course kids carry these uh, these viruses because for the past 2 years we haven't had these viruses mm-hmm. so do you think there should be a mask mandate I mean especially when they're little kids it's I feel like it's harder to make sure that they keep their masks on and then yeah. it's more of a work for the teacher as well but for like the safety of children yeah i think masks would definitely be great or some sort of uh protection because coughs kids cough like oh, without covering their mouth and they're like like nully is dripping down their face and like they're touching things they're touching toys and like you know i have little of little cousins and their nully is always dripping out so it's like they're always so contagious so especially if little kids are with little kids they are going to get sick but um i'm not sure how bad this virus is and how bad the respiratory like this well, is you know, right the older people are getting it 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 knocks them down for about 10 days oh easily 10 days my uh, sister is a is a teacher yeah um at the moment she is a toc teacher on call yeah and um, she did that last um she did that last uh, week mhm and uh, she was out of commission and she is at home now 10 days oh wow yeah for last week she she just taught um, 7th 8th 9th and 10th mm. from the 11th onward she's been you know sick is it little kids that she teaches yeah grade 2 oh. yeah yeah so obviously grade 2 and grade 3 those that's when they're all nully and everything yeah <laughs> 
So um, it's it's a it's a Wednesday today, you know, mm-hmm. and you know what what happens on a Wednesday, and that too on a third Wednesday. It's a very mm-hmm. special day. Oh Jesus! Yes, of course, it's an extra special day, and uh, for that we have to do something. Only then will our, our listeners be able to understand what it is. So. Can you hear that? Yes, drum rolls. Why do you think there is a drum roll? Because we have someone very special here today. Doctor Mini Randava is here. How are you oh doing? Oh my goodness! Oh, I live for that drum roll. Do you? Uh, you know, it's the joy in my life. It is. It is. You know, Anita was here yesterday. Yes. and She said, "Where is my drum roll?" No, said, I'm no sorry, Anita. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Anita. I love Anita. I think she's amazing. I trust her with all my money, yes. but not. I won't give her my drum roll. No, I'll okay. give her all my money, but not my drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> We've decided that the, nobody else gets a drum roll. Oh my goodness! Our station has decided. Oh that. my goodness! You know, this is. Uh, I have. I'm speechless. I may never get an Oscar or a Grammy, but I've got my drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> so, how has it been for you? I mean, we were talking about little kids. You've got two little ones. I do. Yeah. And, and, and how are they doing? Surprisingly, completely fine. Good. Oh, good. But half my daughter's class is out with RSV. The RSV. That's what it yes. is. Yes. RSV. Yeah. And so Hattery c- syndrome vir- S- virus. Yes. And so it's really out there. Now I will also say that I think the reason my kids don't have it is because we were in Mexico for a week. Oh. And so okay. I know that's a good. Ex- that's one of the um, recommended treatments oh. for for colds and flus is to get out of <laughs> is to go to Mexico. And, and there is something called a gooseberry. G- Guess, guess, uh, I haven't heard of that yeah, one yet. Oh, um, well, you know, Sadhnaji, of course, right, yes. is not well. Oh, gosh. So she went and taught, and, and now she is uh, elderberry. elderberry. It's called elderberry syrup. Yes, yes, that's always very good yeah, too. So I'm going to go and get elderberry syrup. You yes. also go stock up on that. You know, and I think the key is to prevention, right? Yes. And so we're talking about the mask mandate. I've got my mask in my hand. I'm yes. like, you know, I'm... I'm I think any time, unfortunately, or for because of the countries we live in where there's freedom of choice, yes, yes. any time you mandate something, you're going to have a lot of people that get up in arms about it. I know right? that, yeah. And so it makes it very difficult to mandate it. But if we all just make the practical choices ourselves, yes. if you're going to be in an environment yeah. with elderly, mm-hmm. put on a mask. When I'm at work, I will always wear a mask because I'm coming in contact with people up close. You, you, you I've noticed, always do that. Um, we have a, a very close friend of ours. He's a friend, and he's also our handyman. Ah. His um, his girlfriend is having a baby, and so they have a baby shower. Now, we've been looking forward to it because yes. we found out about it in uh, August. Right. And, but we can't go because yes. Sadna isn't well, and yes. I'm not going to be able to go because no. what if I am carrying it? Too? Well, this is it, right? You know? so and those are the choices to make. You have to make those choices. And, you know, the, the timing couldn't be worse because we're heading into the holiday season. Not only that, Dr. Winnie, I mean, you know this better than anybody else, and Maya was just talking about it, the little kiddly winkies are yes. just, you know, germ. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. Every, you know, <laughs> it, it's unavoidable for them. It is right. They put their hand, their fingers in their nose, oh and then goodness. they touch everything. Yes, you know? yes. Yuck, yuck, yuck. Yes, exactly. Right. <laughs> Our poor teachers. I don't know how any of them ever managed to stay healthy. But you know what? The other thing is because um, we've had the two years in between, yes, where you know our immunity has gone down because we've been so isolated. Yeah, isolated we've been so yeah. good about hygiene, which is great. Yeah, but no one has been getting the colds or the flus. And this this year is going to be the worst. They say. Well, you know, it's really interesting because I don't know if you remember, but last year, and I don't have the stats on this, but last year was a record, I believe, in how low the flu yes. and cold was. And it was because there was a mask mandate. Yeah, we were, and we were washing, we were washing hands. our hands. Yeah. And so, you know, there doesn't have to be a mandate for us to do the right thing. We should do right? it. Right? If we're going to be in a public space, we'll put on a mask. Yes. Right? Um, and, and when you uh, wash your hands when your kids come home from school, right? Give your hands a, a wash. And, and so take some basic precautions. And, and stop the spread. The sad part is that people don't take basic precautions. Yes. Common yes. sense is... It's because when it becomes a rule, nobody wants to do it. Yes. Right? When it's like, hey, you guys need to be safe. It's recommended to stay safe and wear a mask. Hey, like, let's not spread these viruses. Yes. Like, when, when people are like, oh, COVID's fake. I'm not going to wear a mask. Okay, but then look at everything else that we prevented in that year. That's it. That's exactly it. Beautifully said. Thank yeah. you. I couldn't have said it any better. <laughs> Dr. Mini is in the house, so I'm going to give another drum roll and we're going to take a short commercial break and come back and we're going to talk about eyes, eyes and beautiful eyes. <laughs> Sounds good. How come you've got such beautiful eyes? Oh my goodness, Shishmaji. Drum roll and compliments. I should be here every day. Yeah. <laughs> Spice Radio, Radio Room Jim Sundry. You have a program Dr. Mini Randhava is in our studios. And if you want to talk to her, which all of you want to talk to her, I'll give the telephone number out right now, but I know you'll call after 2.30, which is the right time to call. 604-280-1200. Yeah, 604-299-8863. So, after a year, I'm seeing you. No, no, I was here a couple of months ago. Are chodo, yaar. I was here chodo, in, chodo. in September. Shishmaji. I know, maybe August, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know, it's been it's been a, a tricky year. Oh, it was so funny, though, because I, I mentioned I was in Mexico. Yes. And the last couple of times, I remember there was a time... Um, you, I was supposed to do the show and I had to tell you I'm going out of town. That's right. And I was telling my husband when we were booking this trip to Mexico, I'm like, I have to make sure it doesn't conflict. <laughs> <laughs> like, anything else we can reschedule, but I can't miss my radio this month. <laughs> Shishmaji, I will never forgive me. <laughs> you know, it's, it's lovely to see you come to the studio because our listeners are so much in love with you. Oh, you know? and and vice versa. Yeah. You know, so many of my patients come from the show and then yes. they hear us on the show. And so it's so lovely. And I always tell them to make sure they, they give us a call and say hello. Right. Yes. Right? At least, you know, call in and say, hey, good to hear you your voice. And, yes. And if there are any questions, yes, we encourage them to call and ask questions. Yes. I was going to actually mention that, you know, we were talking about cold and flu season. And one of the things that happens with cold and flu season is red eyes, Mm. right? So when is a red eye serious? You know, when when do you need to go see your eye doctor if your eyes are red? And it's a really interesting question at this point because so many people get red eyes around this time for so many different things. So it's not really, really a quote-unquote red eye, but it is a red eye. 
reddish eye. Yeah. You know, just yeah. an eye that's a little bit swollen, a lead that's a little bit pink, a little mm. bit irritated. So when is that serious? Mm. When does that require you to go see your eye doctor? Mm. Or when can you just monitor it? And especially with kids. Right. You know, typically with kids, we see an explosion of red eye, pink eyes, in September when kids okay. go back to school. Okay. That did not happen this year. Oh. And I believe it was because the weather was so good. I really think that extended summer and that nice weather we had for so long prevented that pink eye that spreads like usually wildfire in September did not spread this year. So when you have a pink eye or a reddish eye, what is the most appropriate thing to do at that time if you cannot go and see an eye specialist? And that's the uh, that's the most important question because it varies. It depends what's going on. Ah. So if your eye is red or pink hmm. and it's got lots of mucus and pus. Okay. So when you wake up, you know, you get a little bit of sleep in the corner, but your eyes are almost glued shut because right. it's just gooey, ooey, mucus and pus all right. the time. right. That is contagious. Okay, so that, then you have to come and see. Well, you well you should know that that is contagious. You should know that that is bacteria. Okay. So that is when, if you touch your eyes, and mm. in kids especially, yes, if they touch their eyes and then they touch a doorknob, now they're going to give it to whoever else t- touches that, right? right? So making sure that they wash their hands very, very well. How long does that stupid virus stay alive when the kid is touching the doorknob? You know, I don't know, and it depends on, and, and, and that's a, a good point. This is bacteria, not yeah. a virus. Ah. So if you have mucus and pus, it's not a virus, that's okay. bacteria bacteria okay okay so if you're already um okay so so one thing is very important to be washing your hands especially if you touch your eyes yes if you need to wipe your eyes just like when you blow your nose you blow it in a tissue then you throw that tissue away use a tissue what i like around the eyes is actually paper towels because it doesn't have as much fluff you don't need it to be soft if you get soft you're going to get little you know um fibers in your eyeballs as well yeah. And you don't want that. So using a paper towel. I also say <clears throat> making sure you wash around your eyes is very, very important. So use any cleanser, facial cleanser that you have. If you don't have a facial cleanser, one of my favorite things for cleaning around the eyes is tea tree oils, but ones that are designed for the eyes. Okay. So you because there's some tea tree oils that are not for not the eyes. Not for the eyes. So yes. make sure you have a tea tree oil that's safe for around the eyes. Mm. That tea tree is natural and it's so good around mm. the eyes. Mm. So just washing, closing your eyes, washing around there with a little bit of that tea tree. And then very important, dry it with a paper towel. And okay. then throw that paper towel away. away. Because if you dry it with a face cloth or a towel, now you're going to use that towel, yeah, you're going to bingo. Yeah. During the first couple of days, it's the most contagious. Mm. So during those first couple of days, when you go to bed, I always say put a towel on your pillowcase. And in the oh. morning, throw that towel in the wash. Because at night, you're rubbing your face all over that pillow. Right. And you're going to get bacteria on there. Oh, yeah. If you don't want to use a towel, then in the morning, just throw the pillowcase in the wash. And okay. use a fresh pillowcase at night. Right. So you're not reinfecting yourself. Ah. And then, of course, is the makeup. And as horrible as it is and as frustrating as it is, if you used your makeup Mm. while you had a bacterial infection, 
please throw your makeup away. Oh, my God. You must get some fresh makeup. You really? don't want to use the same one because you're just no. going to reinfect yourself, ah. right? So, and, and then during those days of an active infection, you don't want to wear any makeup. Right. That um, makes sense. Yeah. And, you know, one of the issues these days is all the the lovely fake eyelashes that everyone's getting implanted I know. in there. <laughs> Doesn't it sort of, I mean, I look at women with beautiful eyelashes. Yes. Then I think to myself, doesn't it hurt when you take them off? Oh, or? my. Well, you don't take them off. They stay on. For so how long? You get these put on. So lash by lash, they get a fake lash. They attach it to your natural lash, and it stays there for a month to two months. And then, it, so it stays there a long time. And Shushmaji, I will tell you, if you ever want to be grossed out, take a look at those under the microscope. So, you know, in my exam room, I have a slit lamp, which is a microscope, and it lets me look at the eyelashes, you know, with a, as much magnification as I want. And I have seen some of those eyelashes that are just loaded with not pleasant stuff. Oh, my God. So if you are getting those fake eyelashes, right. make sure that you are extra diligent about asking them to sterilize and clean their equipment. Oh, Okay, wow. because that's very, very important. And I, Now, I will say I have seen the other side as well where I've seen some lashes where they're beautiful. There's yes. no, you know, there's something called Demodex. Demodex is a little mite, hmm. and it loves to live in your eyelashes. It lives in your eyelashes and it lives in the corner of your nose, right where your nose touches your cheek. <clears throat> and so this might... I'm sure I have those. I haven't seen them in your eyes and I've seen your eyes. <sighs> <laughs> but they are, they're not, they're not the prettiest little things. No. They're microscopic. You will never know you have them. Your eyes will chronically be a little bit kind of just itchy and irritated, maybe right. sometimes swell up and down. And when you have them, what happens is they they don't like light. So hmm. they actually, when it's bright out, they like to crawl into your eyelid. And then at night when you go to sleep and it's nice and dark, they crawl out. They have a party on your eyelashes. You'll see all this debris everywhere. They leave their little remnants everywhere. And then uh, you turn on the light in the morning and they crawl back into your eyelid. And so those Demodex are nasty little mites. And I see, I've seen a lot of them with those fake eyelashes. So a uh, moral of the story is if you want to have fake eyelashes, first of all, take good care of them. Have sterilized. Please yeah. be very diligent yeah. about telling them to make sure they clean their equipment, right. sterilize their equipment. And, you know, make sure that you are going in to see your optometrist yes. to just have them take a look at it. Because you don't want to be having, you, and that's the problem with so many things in the eyes. Hmm. You don't know you have it until it's too late, yes. right? Until it's a much bigger problem. That's right. So you want to go in on time and get someone to look at it before it becomes a big, full-blown issue. So I, eyes, of course, we're going to be talking about eyes today. So the pink eye and the red eye... Um, Slightly different. Yeah. Yeah, so typically with a bacterial infection, you get red eye. You okay. get mucus, you get pus, and you right. get that red eye. Yes. With a virus, yes. with a viral infection, your eye's more pink. Oh, okay. So that's a difference. A little bit different. And you will have no mucus or pus with a virus infection. Mm. You have a lot of water. Mm. So with a viral infection, your eye will be more pinky. Right. And it will be very watery. Now, with anti, uh, with 
bacterial infections, we give you antibiotics. I give right. antibiotic eye drops all the time for that. With viruses, we're a little bit more limited. Mm. You know, we don't treat viruses. We kind of let your body take care of them. Okay. But as long as we're doing as, uh, while we're waiting for your body to fight off the virus, it is still very important to be doing the same hygiene. Mm. So exact same hygiene we talked about with the bacterial infection, you want to do it with the virus infection. Almost more so, because with the bacterial infection, you could get help with the antibiotics, mm. but with the viral infection, you usually do not get any additional help. So make sure, and there are, I'm not saying there aren't antiviral medication that we can give you, there are, right. but we don't go to those as easily. No. We like to, you know, just, your body normally wants to just fight off that virus on its own. You know, um, there, there are so many things that we can do without putting a lot of chemicals into our body. Oh, my goodness, yes. You know, um, if you have a healthy way of life and yes. you eat well yes. and you sleep at the right time yes. and you wake up at the right time. The basics. Yeah. The basics. You know? Drink water. Yeah. It is mm. one of the most powerful things you can do for your body. And in the winter, we tend to drink a lot less. In the summer, we're usually pretty good about it. Most because people, our body gets Our body dry. demands it. In yeah. the winter, we are, we're not as good with it. And we almost need it more in the winter because right. we're so dry. Yes. Which is going to lead me to the third type of red eye, uh -huh. um, which is the dry eye. Okay. So three kinds of eyes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so you've got your red eye, which is the bacteria. Yeah. The pink, pink eye, which, which is, is the, the virus. virus. And then you've got your dry eye. Wow. And dry eyes, once again, yeah. winter, your skin gets dry, right. your lips get chapped, right. and your eyes get dry. Okay. So your dry eyes are going to flare up in the winter. Now, with the dry eye, you won't have any mucus or pus, no. right? Yeah. So that's a big th difference between the dry eye and the, and the contagious kind of bacterial infections. Uh -huh. um, with the dry eye, you might have that watering eye, though. Okay. okay, so you can get eyes that water a lot. Right. You can also get eyelids that kind of swell up um, because the oils aren't coming out of them as well. All right. So you get these really irritated eyes. You uh -huh. know, they just, you want to rub them. They're tired. They're sore. Right. You don't feel like you can spend, you're using a screen and you're starting to get headaches. Those are all symptoms of dry eye. And is it, is it a age uh, sensitive uh, issue with dry eyes or what anybody a, can have dry eyes? What a great question, Shishmaji. Yeah. It used to be an age issue. Yeah. It used to be that uh, the older we get, the yeah. less uh, expression, uh, or the less tear film we have, the less uh -huh. strong. Our tear film is not as good quality uh -huh. and it's not as strong as right. we get older. Right. And so, yes, dry eye was related to age. However, now what's happened is screens have become such a big part of everyone's life, right? So from the little, little kindy kids are on screens all day. So you will be surprised at how many of those young kids have dry eyes. You know, um, that brings me to the very first time we were doing a program. And you talked about, you know, um, Time in front of the monitor, yes. in front of the TV, yes. and laptop. Yes. Maybe we should review that. Yeah. Okay, so let's go over that very quickly. So if your kids are using screens, yeah. of course they're using screens. Yes. couple of rules to remember. The bigger the screen, the farther away, the better it is. So avoid the smaller screens as much as possible, okay? Okay. 
If you do have to use a small screen, you want to keep it as far from your eyes as possible. Mm. I always say try and keep your computers a good arm length away. So right. if you stretch your arm in front of you and you wiggle right. your fingers, you shouldn't be able to touch the screen for a computer screen. For phones and iPads, you don't want them up in your nose. You want them as far as you can. So you'll find little kids, especially the elementary and even the high school kids, the phone is up in their face. Right, all and, the time. Yeah, all the time. Simply by telling them to push it back, yes. you can reduce the damage to their eye significantly. Now, I, I want to talk about the damage to the eye, okay? Yeah. Um, because of the screen time. But can we take a short commercial break Please. and come back? Let's because do that, that that is something that scares the hell out of me. Yes, let's you know? definitely talk about that. All right. So screen time. And if you want to ask any questions, now our lines are open. 604-280-1200. 604-299-8863. Dr. Minnie is in the house till 3 o'clock. Spice Radio, Radio Rim Jim Simriyam. Gapshapka program hai. Dr. Minnie Randava is in the studios. And aaj hum baat kar rahe आंखों के बारे में और आपकी आंखें ओ बाय वे आंखों के बारे में बात करते करते आई जस्ट वॉन्टेड यू टू नो दैट आवर रेडियो स्टेशन इज गोन बी सिक्सटीन ईयर्स ओल्ड नेक्स्ट फ्राइडे ओ हैप्पी बर्थडे थैंक यू ओ दैट्स लवली ट्वेंटी फिफ्थ ऑफ नवम्बर ओ माई स्वीट सिक्सटीन स्वीट सिक्सटीन ओ माई गुडनेस मी सो नेक्स्ट वीक द होल ऑफ नेक्स्ट वीक वी गन बी गिविंग अवे ओ माई गुडनेस सम प्राइजेस ओ दैट्स सो अमेजिंग So last year we gave um a big TV. I think wow. we're going to try and give big TV again this time. Wow. As number one prize. Oh my goodness, that's right? so exciting. And then um you know being in the media and yes. being in audio, I think I like those Alexa. Oh yes, yes. The Echo Dots. The Echo Dots. Those yes. are lovely. Yeah. They never listen to me. They ignore me. But for people whom they do listen to, they're lovely. <laughs> they are beautiful. Siri doesn't listen to me. Does she ignore you? Oh, totally. Oh yeah. They all the other have their day I said something nasty to her and she said that is not called for. Oh. <laughs> so you know she hears you. Yeah. This is what I say. Actually, I'm sorry. Alexa does listen to me. Alexa's really wonderful. Google is the one who ignores me. Ah. Yes, she yes. So they all they pick their favorites. They do, don't yes, they? Yes, yes. Mm, okay. <laughs> so Sadna can dictate anything into her phone and it will type exactly the way even if wow. she says Shushma, it will type Shushma. Really? Yes. But I say it and it will be typing all sorts <laughs> of garbage. <laughs> Which makes it even more fun. You should send those texts out oh like that. Oh my God. <laughs> There was one text that I literally did send and thank God it was to a friend. Oh my goodness. It was goodness. so bad. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So so we're going to be doing that as of the 21st. Every day there's going to be a, a, a giveaway. What excitement. And on the 25th there will be the big giveaway. Oh my gosh. How exciting is that? Yes. And next month you're going to be giving away. Yes. Oh my goodness. Next month is our big Christmas giveaway. That's right. Our Christmas quiz. So yes. everyone remember all your, your important eye facts. Please start uh, brushing up on those. Because they're going to be coming up next year. And do you remember the, the quiz that we do next uh, in December? It's a true and false quiz. Yes. So even if you don't know the answer, you have a 50% chance. 50-50. 50-50. Fantastic. Okay. So we're talking about eyes. Eyes. And I asked you to give us 
a little bit of a break and then explain. Yes. So we were talking about, we kind of got diverted from the red eye, which I want, I like this diversion because we're talking about the screens and the impact on screens. Now, why is it that screens are not good for our eyes? Well, I like to break it into two categories. When you are older, when you are, let's say, 20 and above, screens will make your eyes more dry, Mm. more dehydrated, more tired, okay? And we can treat that. That's not the end of the world. But when you're younger, when you're under the age of 20, your eyes are still growing and developing. And if you spend too much time looking at small screens up close, it can actually change the way your eyes are growing. Mm. So you develop what we call myopia. Myopia is when you become, um, you, you have trouble seeing far away because you are spending all your time looking up close. Okay. So when you go to look across the room, you can't see anymore. Okay. So... I know that I don't have myopia, right? But of course, I have every because I'm a hypochondriac. Of course, I have everything. <laughs> so, uh, because I've had knee surgery, so I had to be in bed, right? Yes. So I have one of those beds that you can put put up, right? And down, and so I have a TV in my room, right? So, but I also have this thing as yes. well. Yes. So I am looking at it at my phone and all the stuff that I've done on it, and then I put it down, switch on the TV. I can't focus, and that's it. And that's that's exactly what it is. So because when you spend too much time looking up close, your eyes reset their focal point. They're like, well, she spends all their time looking up close. Why do I need to see far away? You do that for too long and you will lose the ability to see far away. Okay, so that's why the smaller screens up close are really more impactful. And when your kids, especially when you're young, for your kids, have them try and use the bigger screens farther away. Now, you remember a long time ago, I used to talk about the 20-20-20 rule. Yes. 20-20-20 means that after 20 minutes of using a small screen up close, you should stop for 20 seconds, look at something 20 feet away. Okay, 20, 20, 20. So after 20 minutes of looking at something up close, stop for 20 seconds, look at something 20 feet away. And that makes a world of a difference just to allow your muscles so to relax. Simple, so simple, and yet we don't do we it. We don't do it. So when you were looking at your phone, if you would have done that every 20 minutes, looked far away for 20 seconds, you wouldn't have had that blurriness when you look in the distance. Because then you I would have, have to do this to see. Yes, yes. And then when you're squinting, you're causing wrinkles, which nobody wants. <laughs> wow. So... And now the other thing for kids, like I was saying, is one, choose bigger screens farther away. Right. Two, try and that follow that 20, 20, 20 rule. And right. then the last one is good lighting. Yes. You know, everyone always says, oh, does it really matter? Yes, it does matter. So even while you're watching television, there should be lights on? Yes and no. You know, television, if you're watching a movie, th- in a, you know, you want to turn the lights off, that's okay. It's more when you're looking up close. Ah, for, So uh, the, the small screen's up close. And so what happens is what happens when you turn the lights off? Your pupils dilate, mm. right? When the lights are on, your pupils constrict, so you have a much smaller opening. When your pupils are dilated and you're looking up close, you're just causing more eye strain. And yet we tend to use our phones the most right before we go to bed. Right. And that's harmful in so many ways, right? Because one, you're looking at something so up close, your eyes are getting locked into that position. Two, your lights are usually off. And three, the phones, you know, have that blue light, which tends to interfere with your natural sleep. 
So it's very important to make sure that you try not to use your devices right before bed. Well, you, unfortunately, that's when you are. That's when we're da- our downtime is. Yeah. Now, our, you know, and I, I, you know, I often think back, what do we do before bed? Well, before phones were around. That was in my lifetime. That was my childhood. What did I used to do right before I went to bed? And you would read. You would listen to an audio tape. You'd listen to the radio. You would listen to some music or, or read a book. And that would be how you unwind. That's right. And that was a lovely way to unwind, but, but right? That, that's gone now. It's gone now. I remember, actually, your Thin High program. Yes. Do you remember that? That's right. It was a lovely program yes. in the evening. It's still going on. Oh, it still goes on. But see, now I don't know because I'm on yeah. my phone. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> do as I say, not as I do. In the summertime, I did it live from 11 to 12. Oh, my goodness. Live at that time? Yeah, it was so much fun. Oh, my goodness. Because a lot of listeners at that time are trying to, you know, older people who, yes. are, who are listening to Rim Jim because yes. it was simulcast both on Rim Jim and Spice. Right. And so they would have their radios on and they would say that, you know, that soothing voice of yes. yours, reading the shiry and oh. then playing the song. I <laughs> love it. I love it. Oh, wow. So, yeah. And, you know, it'd be nice if we could try and introduce our younger kids to some of these alternatives to screens before bed. You know, it's hard to beat the entertainment from a screen. Anything you want is at your fingertips. My God, there's so much. I mean, and and again, I bring it back to me because I've been in bed. Uh, What do you do? Yes. You know, there's you go on to YouTube and you've got... You're there forever. Hours, hours, yes. You know, which yes. is not good. No, and so trying to draw that line, trying to set some limits on the screens, especially, especially for the little ones. And then the last thing is computer glasses. Yes. Now, I want to talk about these a little bit because a lot of people talk about blue blockers. Hmm. It, is, it is up for debate how yeah. much blue blockers actually help. Okay, it, they definitely do no harm. So I think that I do support blue blockers. It's because better than It's better not, than nothing. Not and I don't them. think there's any harm in them. Yeah. That being said, the computer glasses that I give kids don't just have a blue blocker on them. They yeah. actually have a muscle relaxant in them. And that's what you want your kids to wear when you're using screens. So anytime you're using a phone, an iPad, or a computer, your child, anyone under the age of 20, let's say, it would be a really good idea for them to get these muscle-relaxant computer glasses, not just the blue blockers. So these muscle-relaxant ones prevent your muscles from overstraining and really have been shown to make a really big difference in one, how much eye strain you have, and two, how much, um, you know, how quickly do you start to lose your vision? Right. It's really, really useful for preventing myopia, which is the need for glasses. So it's always funny because I'm telling parents, oh, you should get these glasses so your kids don't end up in glasses, right? But these are protect, just like you wear sunglasses to protect yourself from the sun. These muscle relaxant glasses prevent your child from needing glasses to see far away. I've always noticed this, and you come up with, you know, that by saying to kids, don't watch the screen. Yes. Cut it down. It's not going to happen. Exactly. So it's going to happen. So then you come up with solutions, which I always love because you come up with solutions that are not expensive, but that are. Um, 
common sense. You know, it, it makes a difference. As much as we want to say don't use any screens, right. it's not practical. It's not going yeah. to happen. That's true. So then how can we do it in a safe way? Yeah. Right? And this is the safest this way. This is the safest way. We're talking to the one and only Dr. Mini Randhawa. So if people wanted to talk to you, where can they call you? They can call the clinic at yes. 604-435-435-3931. So you are in Vancouver. In Vancouver, yes. And it is by appointment only. Yep. Uh, that's another thing that I want to talk to you about. So let's take a short commercial break, come back and talk to Dr. Mini Randhawa uh, about other things that are related to eyes but indirectly <laughs> spice radio radio room jim sun rahe hain aap gap ka program hai dr mini randava is in the studios and we're talking about aapki aankhon ke bare mein to aankhe kyun itni zyada zaruri hain kyunki aankhon se dekh ke aap kisi ko apne dil mein utarte ho oh ho <laughs> that's what you did you looked at raj and you said that's the guy I looked at his wallet. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I'm because, just joking. Because your wallet is as big as his. <laughs> That's true. No. <laughs> you just looked at him. He's a cute guy. He's all right. <laughs> He'll do for now. <laughs> oh, my goodness. One of my favorite jokes was in a Reader's Digest. I read this years ago. I think I might have told it to you. It was a, an older lady was in a retirement home, and she saw a man sitting there. And she went up to him and said, oh, my goodness, you look just like my sixth husband. Huh. And he looks at her surprised and says, how many times have you been married? <laughs> and she says, five. <laughs> <laughs> That's a beautiful one. Isn't that good? <laughs> <laughs> you look like my sixth husband. Oh, I love that. <laughs> okay. You so, are saying something about appointments. Yes. I wanted to talk to you about all the specialists and doctors not seeing patients. Yes, yes. That bugs the hell out of me. Yes. So I uh, uh, posed this question to doc- to uh, Adrian Dix yes. when I interviewed him. And he said that, you know, um, doctors, they, they have signed a contract sometime back yeah. in which all the, uh, they, they were paid for the service they were providing. Right. So then... If they're going to get only 30 bucks for each visit, yes. they're going to just do one. That's it. That's it. So I said, then you are the one who's the culprit. He said, no, we are not the culprit. Because, I mean, how many ailments can a person have? Many, I said. Yes. I have many. Yes. Yes. So it was a stalemate. Yeah. We didn't come you know, to it. So how how do you feel about that? Because you do, do see people every day. We do, yeah. yeah. And, I, you know, a couple things on that. So there's a couple points. One, I I feel like, and, and I got to be careful how I say this, but when you have a doctor-patient relationship, that doctor cares about you as a patient, and their job at that point is to do what you need to get you better. It doesn't matter if it's one issue or two. Now, Of course, there's people who abuse the system, right? right? Of course, there's people who come in and complain about this and that yeah. and everything under the sun. Right. And and that's when a doctor has to step in and say, listen, there's just one issue here that we're going to deal right. with. 
But for example, when I go in to see my family doctor, and I'm going in again next week, I've been seeing her a little bit more often now. I have talked to her about, you know, there's three key things that I need to talk to her about. And I can talk about, even though they're unrelated, she will take that time during that appointment to address all three things because they're important for my health. Now, when I go in, I've sprained my ankle. I'm not going in for that ankle, but I'm going to bring it up. And mm. I know she will talk to me about it. Yes. Because that's what healthcare is, right? Healthcare is not just, we're only going to talk about your sugar levels today because that's the appointment today. You've got to, you know, whatever else is going on, as a physician, as your doctor, they need to be able to address all of that. And that's a concern. The other thing that came up in our conversation was that there aren't that many personal physicians there left. Yes. yes. So we are lucky to have our, you know, GP. Yes. But it's a dying breed. It is. And I hope that... I. I hope and I think that's going to change. I okay. think they they added a bunch of medical seats yes. to the University of uh, here locally. Right. So I hope that that we do start to see more and more um, doctors step up. They're also opening up the door to more nurse practitioners, mm. right? And it'll be interesting to see. You know, we're an aging population, mm. and the the strain on the government side on their behalf they're in their defense they don't have the funds mm. right it's not like they 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 don't have the ability to keep financing our healthcare system yeah to the nth degree so perhaps the the solution is that nurse practitioners start taking becoming more like your general practitioner because they know a lot and they can do a lot um and then when they there's something they can't do then they forge you off to a specialist Right, and also they've they've also given a little bit of leeway for the pharmacists yes. to be able to to know, do that, yeah. and those are good moves. I yeah. do support those because you know there's basic things such as injections that your pharmacist can do. Right, yes. they already give out flu shots before you had to go to your your doctor. That's right. So that kind of stuff takes some of the patient load away from the doctor, right, and moves it to other areas and keeps things from getting too clogged up but mm. we're not done yet no. i do think nurse practitioners are going to have a really big role in the future and i think the ones that i have come across are highly trained highly skilled and quite capable so that's a good sign too um and i also am hopeful that the increase in seats in the medical college here will or university will allow for for more general practitioners to come out come into play you know one of the other issues is the finances again, yes. right? So it's always the finances. It is because how much can you make as a general practitioner versus how much can you make as a specialist? As a specialist, and it's the difference is really huge. Really, it's very huge. And so when there's such a big difference, and you come out of you know university with all your loans, you're going to want to go into one of the specialty fields, right? right? Um, where you have the opportunity to make that kind of money. And you're right when you said to Minister Dix about, you know, the government caused some of this problem because the government did create caps. Yeah. You know, they did say after this amount, you're not going to get paid anymore for this. Oh, I remember 30, 40 years ago, there used to be a very popular Indian doctor, who poor guy. He was the only one uh, available to the Indian community. Right. And because he used to see everybody and yes. probably he he worked for 10 hours a day this is it no lunches no breaks no, no. they yeah. they sort of capped yes. all his that's it yeah that's it and you know what you can cap it if 
if there's complaints, if there's pain, yeah. I just feel like if this, there are doctors who are going to work 10 hours a day they are. and see that load of patients, family doctors, and but now there's no, they can't. No. They, they've prevented that. Yeah. And that's not okay either. No. I think, you know, you can't clap with one hand. I mean, if you've put out a condition, obviously there's going to be a pro and a con to that. This is it. This is it. And, you know, there is still some, de- one of the really interesting debates in healthcare is technology. Hmm. So let's take something as basic as cataract surgery. Right. Cataract surgery used to take an hour, let's say, right. to do a cataract. Now it takes 10 minutes. Yes. Because of the advancements of technology. That's right. Exactly so, 10 minutes. Yes. So sh- should a surgeon get reimbursed the same rate as when it used to take an hour for something that now takes 10 minutes? Right? So now you can do six in that hour. So guess where all your healthcare dollars are going? That's right. Right? Yeah. And so now, of course, there's a big strain on the budget. Of yeah. course, they don't have money. And Cataract, they did go back and they started saying, we're not going to pay as much anymore. Right. Because now the surgery is so quick. Right. And there was a big uproar about this. Right. This was a bunch I remember of, that. Yeah. And, and then the surgeon started charging the patients the difference. Yes. That's right. And and so, you know, there's there's so many factors here, Right. Um, and the surgeons are like, well, we were, this is the level of income we're used to making. And now to, you know, cut that down by one sixth is very hard too. One has to, one has to, uh, f- yeah, one has to figure out when is it too late? Yes. Right? Yes. Um, I think we've got one, oh, there was a caller, but I didn't look at the thing. That's we okay. Don't, we don't have anybody taking the calls today. <laughs> <laughs> but our time is up as well. Oh gosh, that went by fast. Yeah, that was like only 48 minutes. Oh my goodness. But Dr. Minnie, I look forward to seeing you next month. And a very exciting month that one's going to be. Oh. With our giveaways. Yes. Right? Tons of it. And also uh, tomorrow we've got Mel Chaudhary coming in. That's another issue. You know, ICBC claims. Yeah. Which have already... The, in the last two three years, they've changed the the ruling Completely. three times. Yes. yes. Now there is no fault insurance. Do you know what it means? I do. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Don't start me on that. <laughs> With that, we come to the end of our show. We'll be here tomorrow. Mel Chaudhary from Simpson Thomas and Associates will be here. Your time to call them and ask questions about your own family law or ICBC law or whatever you want to ask. And thank you from the bottom of our heart for coming today. Thank you, Shishmaji.